Hello and welcome to Movies and Podcorn, a podcast where we talk about movies with our friends. As always, I'm your host, Adam, and I am joined by... Joey. And we are here to continue discussing... Bugs Life. Yes, this is part two of our Bugs Life podcast. Last time on part one, uh, we talked about our initial thoughts on the film, we talked about our favorite characters and scenes, and we dived into some of our hot takes on the movie. Here in part two, we're going to ask a bunch of questions about the film that we should probably already know the answers to. We're going to hand out some hardware, and we're going to see how well Joey paid attention to this movie. Uh, but let's start with our corny awards. So these are uh, a riff of the Dundee Awards from our favorite TV show, The Office, uh, where we come up with some novelty awards for some characters in this film. Uh, Joey, why don't you kick us off with your first corny award? All right. I gave the first corny award to Heimlich. I gave him um, one as well. For best metamorphosis. Okay, nice. Uh, because it's just very comical. You know, this whole this whole movie is a buildup of you know, the fact that he's going to turn into a butterfly, he keeps saying it, he eats constantly. Yes, he um, does. Yeah, and, and so we it kind of, it's kind of a build-up. We know it's going to show it because, you know, it's, it's got to. And, you know, in the end, he comes out of his cocoon, and he, he does have his wings. Um, they're, they're there. But they're, it's not the proper wing gear, unfortunately. Uh, he's a bit too big. Yes. Yes, and I thought that was I thought that was funny because it's like you know it's kind of it's kind of a letdown in a way. It's like oh, you think he's gonna turn <laughs> into this butterfly thing, and yeah, he he, he turns into basically a caterpillar with with wings. You know, he's, mm. he's he hasn't changed his body hasn't changed at all. Um, so I think that was True. funny. Yeah, keeping in tune with like the office theme, he's definitely to me he's the Kevin of this yep. of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Very much the Kevin Malone. All it's missing was a big pot of chili. Uh, I also gave Heimlich an award. I gave him the John Mulaney Award for comedy. I found him to be the funniest character in this. Uh, I think the mime might have uh, gotten this award if he'd been in it, or he or she had been in it longer. Mm -hmm. uh, but given they were only in it for about 15 seconds, mm -hmm. uh, Heimlich, every time he spoke, he was on screen. I was laughing. Um, so he gets the John Mulaney Award for comedy. Good stuff, good stuff. Um, my second award is for Slim. I gave okay. him best prop. Nice. He is a he is an excellent <laughs> prop. Uh, we see him as a sword. Um, at one point, he works. He makes very realistic and believable sound effects. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> swish swish. <laughs> um, and, and you know he's he's a stick bug. So mm. of course, of course, any any sort of you know stick like object, he can he can just blend in with. He yeah. can he can do that. Um, yes, he can. It's very versatile. Very, and he also not bad acting in the part where. Um, everything starts to fall apart and, yep. um, like the grasshoppers and the ants are all running around, you know, the mm. rain, or I think this is before the rain, but it's when the bird is flying around and he pretends like his eye is missing. It's like, yes. Oh my eye. <laughs> that is very believable. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was good. Yeah. So he's, he's, so he's got the, he's got the prop talent, but he's also got the acting talent. So I, I think, I think that deserves an award. He, he has a future. He is definitely a thespian. Um, that's a good award. Uh, as we alluded to earlier, or you alluded to it, um, I gave the high blood pressure award to P.T. Flea. Uh, he, I don't know how, uh, I'd imagine blood pressure works very differently with fleas. Yeah. <laughs> with I'm no scientist. But... Uh, yeah, no, I'm no scientist, but I, but he definitely, if he had blood pressure, it would be through the roof. He is constantly screaming and constantly under stress, yeah. trying to figure out how to get this circus off the ground and making money. 
and finally figures it out. He has to torch himself. Yeah. To do it, which yeah. I think would have to raise your blood pressure a little bit, knowing you're going to get just, torched. Just a little. Um, especially twice a day. So he, yeah, he's always screaming. He's always in a tizzy, and he, uh, he's always concerned because his axe keeps screwing up. Yeah. So he gets my high blood pressure award. Yeah, I, I did. I'd say that's a fitting award for him. Um, my third award is for the mime bug. Nice. Um, I gave him best no liner. Great, because, great award. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, for the the few moments he is on the screen, he's just. I, I, I can't help but laugh. It's, he steals it's the show. He does steal the show. And I don't know, for some reason, one of the first times I watched the movie, well, obviously the first time, I thought he was going to be like a main character. I thought he was just going to be like showing up in all these different places. That would have been great. And yeah, I think that, like, why not do that? I think that would have been an excellent addition. Yeah. But uh, Pixar chose to go a different direction, I suppose. But I don't know why. It's it's, a, it's wasted talent. Chalk it up talent. to creative differences. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I love that award. He is like he is the basketball player that comes in for two minutes at the end of the game, and it's a blowout, and gets off seven shots. Yeah, and just he's doing a lot with a little, and he definitely dominates when he's in there. Yeah, um, it's a great award. I gave my final award to Flick, even though I don't like him very much. I gave him the Simp Award because holy moly, is he simping for Princess Ada the entire movie? He he yep. does not hide the fact that he is in love with this girl. And for some reason, unbeknownst to me, she apparently is in love with him too. Uh yeah, he just every every move, he's he's always like, Did you see that Princess Ada? Yeah. Do you like that Princess Ada? I did it for you. Yeah. Even though he almost kills her with the bird at the end. I and I and I guess it makes sense too, you know, uh the way Ant Colonies work, you know, the, the the princess or the well, I don't think there's a princess Anne, but uh, the queen is usually, you know, yeah. praised by all the worker ants or all the the, the male species ants. Mm. So, um, yeah, I, I guess it kind of makes sense. But yeah, I, I agree. You know, in movies, you know, simping not allowed, not cool. No, flick most certainly is not cool in this film. Um, all right, so that wraps up our corny awards here for a bug's life, and now we're going to transition into do you want butter on that? A segment where we ask some questions that we should already know the answer to, but we got to ask them anyway. Just like the person at the movie theater who asks if you want butter on your popcorn. They know the answer, but they got to ask anyway. Um, I think this one's going to be long today. I think we each have a bunch of questions. Uh, so I'm going to kick it off with one with a, uh, with one that is very small, a small question that doesn't need a ton of time. But I just want to hit on it. So we see Dot when she's chased by Thumper yep. towards the end, which she which – ill-advised dot what are you doing yeah and we see her fall off the rock and it's like oh my god she's dead well it's pixar so it's like not going to kill a child right right but we see her and then we see her rise up and it's supposed to be like this heroic moment of like oh my god she flew finally yeah but it looks like she doesn't realize she's flying she's scared how does she a not realize that she's no longer falling yeah but actually flying upwards this you know this is just like andy you know, in Toy Story, how right. stupid is this kid? How stupid is Dot that she doesn't realize, A, is she not falling, but she's actually flying upwards? I, I pin it on the fog. You know, it's, <laughs> she, okay. if, if, you're, if you're falling in the, I mean, I don't know. I've never been in that situation, but I, I would say that maybe, maybe when she opened her eyes and if she opened her eyes while falling and saw that it was fog, probably, probably when her wings kicked in, maybe it was hard to tell what was happening. I feel like you'd still be able to tell if you were falling, but that's, I don't know. That's the only possible explanation. I, I mean, have. have you ever ridden a roller coaster, Joey? Yes. 
have you ever ridden one of those rides that goes like uh, the, like the drops that bring you up slowly? Yeah. Yep. Can you tell that there's a difference between oh, you rising up slowly and then you free falling? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think she I should see, be able I to see tell the, the difference. Point. I see the point. Uh, that's my first question. Very small question, but it bugs me. Uh, what, what's your first question? Um, so I, I touched on this earlier, but how does Flix contraption work at the beginning? There, we, I have, we I've told you this, the answer many times. We, we've discussed this during the movie, and it, it, it can't be wind. It's not powered by wind. <laughs> I There's think it's no, powered by wind. It can't be, because when he brings out the contraption, we see him. This is after Princess Ada has said, oh, you know, the winds have died down. And the machine stopped. And the, no, the, the machine did stop initially, but then it turned back on enough to flick the rock out to tip over the pile because it was running. There that. was a breeze. I just, I just want to know, <laughs> like, how does the machine run? What is the science behind that? It just seems to be running. Um, that's a good question. I, I continue to say the wind. Even I don't, I don't actually think that's the reason, but I don't think it's batteries. <laughs> uh, but you know, this movie is like is very much a, a reference to the Industrial Revolution. You know, Flick is trying to create a new way of doing things, a new way of manufacturing. Sure. Um, so that that I think that's the main point of that scene, mm-hmm. is to kind of hammer home the Industrial Revolution aspect of this film. But I agree with you. I, I don't know. Uh, wind is my best guess. Okay. But it's fair probably, enough. I would assume it's wrong. Fair, fair enough. Um, but it's a great question. Uh Here's another question that's kind of small. We don't need to take a whole lot of time on. Is Francis the first gender fluid character that you can think of? Like the first one that you can think of that you saw? Because uh, for me, I think he, I think it is. I mean, they, you know, he, he calls himself a he, but every other character, including the circus characters who seem to know him very well and are very close with him, call him a she a lot of times, which makes me think that maybe. Francis is gender fluid. I can't think of another character that that's like that or before before Bugs Life. I can't. Yeah, now it's pretty prominent, yeah. but um, no, I'd, I'd say I'd say yeah, I'd say it probably probably is. Yeah. So you know, I, I think this film is kind of lower on both of our Pixar lists, but props to Pixar for going gender fluid that early before yeah. before the world at large accepted that. Yeah. Props yeah. to them. Okay, I I didn't even consider that. Um, my second question, which is the other one I already grazed on a little bit was, uh, like, what is Mr. Soil's role? So he's like one of the first characters introduced. Yes. You know, he comes over Mr. Soil and he, he has a weird accent. He, he wears that goofy hat that's made out of a, mm. like a petal or a flower or whatever. Yeah. But I just, I, I don't understand. And it's not just him. It is, there are several characters that I can't remember the names of that are just, mm. You know, they're part of the Royal Council, but they, you know, we don't, what do they do? We know the short one is a judge. He's the judge. He's got the gavel. Uh, yeah. And we know one of them is a doctor because she was fixing up uh, Francis yep. at one point. But yep. we, I don't know. There just seems like there's, there's two, there's like an old guy with a cane and he like, what, what does he do? What is his role? He seems to just be in the way. Right. That seems to be his role. So for him and Mr. <laughs> Soil, I just, I don't, I don't understand the role, which I, I guess, I guess that happens in movies, but. I don't know. It, it seems like if he's like one of the first characters to be introduced, he should have some sort of place that we should know about. Other than, you know, he's on the Royal Council. So remind me, because I'm not great with the names in this movie. Is Miss, Mr. Soil the one at the beginning when the leaf falls 
and the line and, and the ant is like, oh my God, there's a leaf. Where's the line? Yeah. Is Mr. Soil the one who tells him to go around the leaf? Yes. That's Mr. Soil. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah I, I guess he's just there for like construction. Maybe, yeah, maybe he's a foreman. <laughs> he's rerouting traffic. That's yeah. what he does. Could be. I, yeah. Seems like there's a lot of, a lot of things that go along with his position, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, that's a great question. Um, so, uh, another one of my questions is how old is the queen? And, you know, we're getting a little PG 13 here for our listeners. She, she's, you know, princess Ada, she's her mother. She's princess Ada's mother. Right. Which that makes sense. Sure. You know, yeah, that seems age appropriate, but then dot is also her daughter. Yeah. That does not seem, that seems like a very large gap between princess Ada and dot. Yeah. And it, so, yeah. so this queen is getting busy at a very old age or she had princess Ada at a very young age. Well, I know. I'm pretty sure. So I, I'm pretty sure like, I don't know what it is for ants, but I know for wasps at least, which are, you know, they're different, okay. but yeah. I've, I've, I've heard, I think I watched a thing about when a, like when a queen wasp makes a colony, Sure. there gets to be a point where the queen is like discharged and they, they choose like a new queen and the old yeah. queen gets discharged. Yeah. But that queen until that day is still like producing, producing eggs. Interesting. Okay. So this could be that, you know, ants could be like that where they just, they have a queen and then eventually the queen gets to a certain point and they're like, nope. And then they banish the queen and then they have a new queen that gets raised up. But which I'm guessing that's, well, that's what princess Ada was, was doing. Well, we see, yeah, we see the queen. I don't think they actually train the queen or the, the princess into being a queen, but they, yeah. and I'm talking about in real life. Um, yeah, because in the movie we see Ada trains, and yeah. then at the end of the movie she is it, given the queen status. I don't think it happens quite like that, but yeah, I don't. Probably. I think there's a point where the queen ant gets banished. Um, but yeah, no. So so it would make sense that Dot is also her child. All right, so so ants and wasps just if produce this, until they die, basically. Yeah, basically. And when they get banished, they usually die because they can't survive All right. on their own. Well, see, that's why I brought you on as my co-host because you you know these nature things that I just don't know. Um, so there we go all right you answered my question great uh what's another question for you uh, my last question is uh why don't the ants behave like they do in nature which we've talked about this already a bunch but yes i just it just bothers me it just bothers me you know you know we we see like, like at least in finding nemo so there, there's some things so, obviously insert like, eye roll finding nemo yeah and, and and every like disney like obviously in every like pixar movie that's about you know, animals or something. There's this, it's not going to be exactly like it is nature. Cause if that's the case, then just watch animal planet and see real nature. But like, wait, are you saying the toys in toy story? That's not how toys actually are. Yeah. You just blew my mind. Well, I, that's why I'm here. That's but, uh, here. but no, I, I just think that, you know, like I said in the beginning, you know, ants, they, they act like, like in this movie, they act like they're so scared to leave the Island. It's like, no, those ants would be like taking over everything within the radius <laughs> not just that island but also everything around it it's just that's how ants function they eat everything in sight or they at least bring it back to the colony true anything that moves basically so i just i don't see how they would just eat like grain and fruit and stuff i just don't, i don't get it and then for and then second of all what like just the fact that they're catering to the grasshoppers when hopper clearly states we are outnumbered if they figure that out it's like how do they not figure this out you know that yeah that they, they, me out, too. they outnumber them quite heavily 100 to 1 as Hopper yeah. says yeah, yeah that, that but, bugged me too i don't know why they don't rise but, up but yeah that's just one of my questions i mean i feel like yeah i feel like if if, if they 
behave the way they do in nature, you know, as far as ants go. I mean, th- this wouldn't be a movie. There wouldn't need to be a movie. The grasshoppers wouldn't be getting catered to. True. Yeah. But yeah. These ants, I don't know a lot about ants in real life. I will be the first to admit that. Um, but it does not seem like they would act like this. Right. Um, also, you just, you just like sparked a thought in my head. I wish there were fire ants in this movie. That would be cool. Yeah. If they brought in some fire ants to mess up Hopper in the in the grasshops. They're called be... like a like a sister colony or something. Yeah. One the leader could be called Blaze. <laughs> Sounds like you have an idea for a second movie. <laughs> and, uh, ants too. Yeah. Bugs Life too. Sign me up, Pixar. I gotcha. Make a better movie than this one. Um yeah. Good question. Uh, I have one more question for Do You Want Butter on that? Mm-hmm. And that was, how is there this bad of communication when Flick brings the circus act to the colony? I don't understand how this much got lost in translation. Because we see, there's, they make it a point that Flick is telling Tuck and Roll everything that has happened. Mm-hmm. And what he wants and needs from his group. Now... If you want to say because of the wind when they were flying, all the other bugs couldn't hear them, couldn't hear him, fine. I'll, I sort of buy that. But why don't tick, Tuck and Roll say anything? Well, and, and I think I think there is an answer to that. I think we, we see it one part uh, where you're going to have to help me. The Black Widow Spider. Uh, I, forget, I forget her name. I, it, I it's just know. the names are very sketchy in this movie. But that's, uh, that's a, uh, she, she tries to get them to – she tries to say, you know – our act is on let's go and they and she's like oh they don't understand what i'm saying so is there is there like to tuck and roll yes i didn't catch that okay is there a possibility that they don't understand any english okay that's fair another question are they speaking english are they speaking what no. language do, do bugs speak <laughs> just just for the movie <laughs> just for the movie okay uh, for the sake of the movie we'll say english yeah I mean, okay I, I didn't catch that so that answers my question okay sure i still Okay. No, there's still your question's still valid. That answers that part of like why Tuck and Roll don't say anything, but I still don't understand how no no one said anything the entire time. Like how they could get that those wires that crossed for a, a day, two days. I mean, how long were they there before they realized what was going on? Yeah. It, yeah. So I don't know. That bugged me. It seems like there should be better communication. And why don't like is this is they just not planning on getting paid? Yeah, they don't get paid. It's crazy. I feel like even though they're a pretty bad circus act, I would still want to know like what I'm getting compensated for this journey that I'm making. Yeah, no, fair enough. Fair um, enough. So I think at some sort of that conversation would have come up at some point, but you know, movie, movie. So, all right. So that wraps up our do you want butter on that? segment of the pod now we're going to move into trivia we're going to see how well joey paid attention to this film joey going in how how well do you how closely did you pay attention to this film do you think i i feel like this, the time the many times i've watched it i feel like i've paid attention less and less over time that's fair so i think i'm gonna do pretty bad all right you got one out of three last time can we do better probably not we'll see. <laughs> i'm gonna say no but we'll see I'll start you off with the easiest one. So when the circus act gets to the colony Mm -hmm. and all the ants think that they're these warrior bugs, the little toddler ants draw a mural on like a leaf of of the warriors Mm -hmm. in battle. 
one of the insects is dead. They draw one of the warriors as dead. Yeah. Which character did they depict as dead? Heimlich. Ding, ding, ding. It appeared to be Heimlich. That is, yeah, that is what he looks horrified when he sees that. Yes, you got that correct. It is Heimlich. There we go. You just need one of these next two to be better than the okay. last one. Okay. You're definitely not going to get one of them. Okay, so uh, the big city scene, which you love. Yep. Uh, we see a homeless bug. Yeah. What did his sign say? It said a kid, a, a kid pulled my wings off. All right. You got it right. Okay. Kid pulled my wings off. That is correct. I am impressed. So you did better than last week. You're already, you're already, you're playing with house money now. I will be very interested if you get this one right, though. Okay. This is definitely the hardest one I've given out of the two episodes. We see P.T. Flea throughout this movie, periodically. Yeah. And he's always riding, like, uh, this stagecoach thing that carries a circus act. There is an advertisement on the stagecoach. Yep. For cookies. Who, whose cookies are they? What is the name above the cookies? We see it, I counted at least three times, maybe more, we saw this sign. Whose cookies are they? I'll be flat, I'll give you $5 if you get this right. Um, I, I, I honestly have no idea. I'm going to say famous Amos cookies. <laughs> I know that's not the answer, but. That's the only cookies I can think of at the moment. Well, good news is I don't give you $5. It's not, it's not Amos Famous. Uh, and I know it's Famous Amos. I said that uh, deliberately. It is Casey Jr.'s Cookies. Uh, from what I could tell, no reference to anything. I mean, I'm sure it is, but I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, yeah, maybe Casey was someone who worked on the movie. I don't know. But, uh, could be. Casey Jr.'s Cookies was, okay. what was the advertisement P.T. Flea had on his stagecoach. All right, so two out of three. So I'm surprised you did better on Bugs Life than Toy Story. I, I did not expect that. I, I honestly didn't either. Um, so we'll see if next week you can go a perfect three for three. Uh, okay, so I just I just looked it up. Um, ah. Casey Jr.'s Cookies is also the name of a Toon Circus train in Disney's 1941 animated film Dumbo. Look at you, Joey. We'll call you the research team. Holy moly. Look okay. at that. On pod, you got that. I, I am impressed. See, between that and the insect information you bring, just invaluable to this podcast. Great work. Good, good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Um, so that's going to wrap up our trivia. So now we're going to get into our final segment, Pixar Rank, where we rank each film as we go. So last week we did our first Pixar film, Toy Story. Obviously that's number one because it's the only film we've done. Yeah. So now... Where does I think I know the answer, but where does a bug's life fall? One or two compared to Toy Story? Well, it's not above Toy Story. It's it's certainly not above it. Uh, and I don't think it'll be above a lot of other <laughs> movies that we watch. So I'd say it's going to be number two. I I would also put it as number two. And uh, yeah, I there it is. There is no comparison between a bug's life and Toy Story, in my opinion. Uh, Flick just is nowhere near Woody and Buzz. Hopper is no Sid. Um, yeah, Bugs Life is not a bad movie, but it is much worse than Toy Story, for sure. Agreed. Um, so that wraps up our Pixar rank. Each week it'll get a little bit longer. We, uh, I think next week will be a little more of a debate mm-hmm. after we do the movie that we do next week. Um, and speaking of that, it's time to give a little hint. Um, 
Do you have a hint for this week? We come up with these off the cuff, so. Um, well, does it does it matter uh, which which movie we watch next? Or? Well, we're doing them in order. Doing them in order. Oh, I don't know what the order is. Okay. Uh, well, it's the sequel to the one we watched last week. That's our. That's okay. That's the listener's hint. We come up with these off the seat of our pants, so they're probably not going to be very good a lot of the time. These hints. But if you tuned in last week, then tune in next week for the sequel to that film. Um, For Joey, I'm Adam. Thanks for listening, and make sure to have some popcorn.